the Home Staging Association podcast with Paloma Harrington Griffin. Okay, so before we actually get started with the, the webinar itself, uh, for those of you that have been in the previous HSA webinars before, you'll know that I always have a few announcements to make. It's just, you know, it's just my thing. Um, but I promise I'll be quick. It's just a quick, um, some quick notes about what's happening right now. So yeah, first of all, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you guys taking the time of your busy schedule in the middle of the day to, to join us. And as I was saying before, to uh, invest in your career somehow, right? You're staying up to date with trends and making sure that you learn more about what's going on in the industry and how you can serve your clients better. So I think it's really important that you do this. So yeah, congratulations and thank you for being here. Um, as probably most of you know, hopefully we've got the Home Staging Forum coming up in September, on the 30th September. And yeah, after such a, a long time without being able to see each other in person, the event is going to be in person, but also if you want to join uh, virtually, you can as well. The event's going to be one of those hybrid ones where you can join either in person or from the comfort of your home. Uh, but it will be great to, to see everyone there. So make sure you book your tickets. I think early birds are still on for another, I reckon 10 days or so. I'm not really sure about the dates now, but yeah, I do have a look so you can secure uh, a discounted rate, especially if you're an HSA member, but regardless, there is an early bird rate at the moment. And finally, we've also got the awards, which is very exciting. Uh, we are taking applications at the moment, so make sure that you do have a look. I think, uh, again, the, the idea of the awards, regardless of you winning or not, obviously, it's great that you win, um, but just applying just gives you content for you to put out there for your marketing and for your social media in general. You can always say, oh, I've applied, or I've been shortlisted, or I'm one of the finalists. And I think that is fantastic marketing as well. So, and not to mention, you can actually be an award-winning home staging professional. How cool is that? We've got loads of categories this year. We've broken down into uh, different uh, price ranges of properties and obviously different categories in general. So it's definitely worth having a look and applying. Uh, deadline is the 4th September. So yeah, time's running out. So if you haven't applied, please do. If you have any questions, guys, just, Come and have a have a chat with me or go to our website www.homestaging.org.uk and we'll be delighted to help you all right see that didn't hurt did it hurt tiffany i'm all done with announcements <laughs> <laughs> i've got stars saying that they've got the tickets yes i saw that how exciting i can't i i honestly can't wait and tiffany will be there as well right yes. for the forum i'll be there yeah I'll oh be my god to the community it's so exciting. Yeah, and um, Art, Art, Art is one of our sponsors, guys. So yeah, she, Tiffany will definitely be there. Hopefully someone else from, from the team will be joining us as well. Because uh, yeah, I think it's just a fantastic opportunity to network and to really, you know, put a name to all those faces. And uh, I think especially with suppliers, but I think it's nice when you when you get to, to engage and really talk and, and it makes all the difference when you're putting together a quote and you can just, you know, ring Tiffany, Tiffany. I can't find a landscape abstract image. Can you help me? <laughs> right? <laughs> we we're just talking about that earlier. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it sounds familiar, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it'll be fantastic. I can't wait to see everyone there. All right, so on to the important bit of today. So today, as you know, we are going to cover a really fun topic, which is also very helpful. And as you know, I'm obviously talking about autumn, winter, 2021 interior trends. And to share such relevant insights, we've got the lovely Tiffany Radcliffe of Art, Art, Art. And Tiffany, you're the head of design and creative services there, aren't you? I am, yes. yes. So I, I oversee the design and curation of our product collection and also then working directly with customers on their experience of choosing artwork for their 
for their projects, their designs, and then kind of marrying that together so that they get a really great experience of lovely. Uh, and do, do you do you focus as well on the whole trend forecasting side of things? And even do you even have a, a say a say on the designing process as well? How, how does that work? Now I'm just I'm just curious now. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, trends are really important to us because um, artwork can be heavily influenced by trends and we can take loads of inspiration from them. So we tend to forecast sort of like a year ahead to see what's coming up. And then that gives us the time then to either design the prints ourselves of the, what we really want. And yeah. then we also work with artists to source um all various different art styles so if we're looking for something quite specific we might go to one artist if we want some photography we might go to another and if we just have our own spark of imagination we'll do a That's collection a, ourselves that is so time. exciting I, I just find it fascinating I love it absolutely love it <laughs> and yeah so art 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 have been basically uh, working alongside interior designers and now I think more recently on stage and professionals as well but you've been around for 20 years providing creating artwork and, and prints for, for interiors professionals right so it's been you've been around for a while now yes we have yeah we um it started quite small and then it's grown and grown and grown over that time and now we work all over the country so um from top of Scotland to the bottom down in Cornwall, we can we send artwork all over and it's all framed artwork as well. So everything arrives pre-framed. So it's ready as soon as you open it, the fixings are on there and then it's ready to go on the wall. So oh, one of our ethos is, is all about making things easy for the customer. So we just want to make your lives easier. So you Lovely. can open it up, pop it up. And you don't. Yeah, no, and we do appreciate that because there's just so much stuff to do on staging projects and everything is just so rushed. And yeah, sometimes we need to assemble, I don't know, dining tables and chairs yeah. and screws everywhere. So yeah, if you can save the time and hassle of having to uh, pretty much frame things and, and, you know, putting things together, I think it's always easy if it comes ready, ready to, to be installed, basically. Okay. Um, and I think that's why you, you end up being a really good, um, yeah, good uh, supplier of, of artwork for, uh, say, show homes and for, uh, say, furnished apartments or even occupied yeah. properties that people do need to, you know, replace a thing here or there just to make it look more appealing. And I think home staging projects in, in general, right? But I think you, you, you've been doing quite a lot of, um, you've been supplying lots of stages and interior professions for, for the projects, uh, especially with show homes, haven't you, Tiffany? Yes, we have, yeah. So what our, our customer base is split in loads of different sectors. Show homes is a huge one. So we do lots of artwork for um, developers such as Redro, Taylor Wimpy, Calla Homes, Barclay mm -hmm. Homes, Barrett's, all over. Um, So obviously for them, trends is, is huge because you're trying to sell a home right now. And that works equally well for the home home stages. Um, so it's about keeping everything on trend, but really high quality as well. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, you, you've put so much effort into the design and sourcing everything else and the colours. You don't want to go and put something rubbish up on the wall. You want yep. to finish it off. And it, Absolutely. it deserves that finishing, that finishing touch for us and not at the expensive cost either. You know, it, yeah. it should be affordable for everybody, um, and then you can you can complete your space. That's brilliant. No, it has to it has to be consistent, right? I just said if you, if you put so much work with the rest of the project, you can't really um, neglect uh, the walls, right? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Tiffany, um, I'm so happy that you're here today. So thank you so much for for being on board and for. Uh, being with us today to share all of this um, amazing expertise that you've got. I'm so excited that we'll be able to share the amazing presentation that you've put together. So what I'll do, I'll, I'll disappear for the time being so people can focus on uh, the presentation itself and I kind of clear some spaces off of the presentation. Um, ladies and gents, well, actually just ladies here today. <laughs> ladies, if you've, um, if you've got any questions, uh, I'll be looking at the chat anyway, but just for, for the sake of keeping things organized and easier, there's also a Q&A 
uh, little box there, which we'll address at the end of the webinar. So if you have any questions, literally anything from the logistical side to the design side or trends or whatever, uh, make sure to pop it in there and then we'll address it at the end of the webinar. And Tiffany, if you need anything, I'll be here. I'm just going to be hiding, but I'll, I'll be here. Lovely. On to you. Thank you very much, Paloma, for that lovely introduction. That was really great. So as we said, we're going to be focusing on interior trends for autumn, winter 2021. And whilst we forecast ahead so that we can prepare our collections, when we're working with customers, um, we're looking at trends now because we are and you are wanting to sell homes for the now. So you'll um, you know, want to attract those buyers. You want to give them exactly what's on trend now and it hopefully get those homes sold for your for your clients. So today I'm going to be looking at three key trends and I've picked out these trends specifically because I believe that they will work really well in a home staging uh, market because they can work across many different properties and you can also mix and match some of the pieces that you um, would source for the for the trends across your different properties as well so they're, they're quite sustainable um, in that way. So we'll, we'll start first with uh, trend number one which is called comfort. And this trend, this has come from the, the past year, we've had such um, unstable, uncertain times, in fact, more than a year. And now people are, are, they're craving that feeling of security, that feeling of comfort. And that can really come from our homes because it's the one place where you can feel really grounded, very secure. It's it's a consistent in your life where, where you are. And the the idea is it's been designed to, to give that, that feeling and also inspired a lot by rural landscapes because we've spent a lot of time outdoors um, and then bringing in like earthy, earthy tones as well. And you can see from the, from the imagery, it's quite, it feels like a warm hug. It feels really, really comforting and it's, it's bold, but it's, it's a nice balance. It's not, it's not too much. So when we, move into the color palette we we're seeing very rich warm shades um pastel pink burnt orange a spiced ochre shade and, and all these colors are pigments that have come from natural materials so it's bringing a little bit of the outside in and giving us that kind of secure warm comfortable comfortable feeling and as a collection the colors really give off a premium luxury kind of feel which is obviously great when you're selling a home because you want it you want it to look the the absolute best and um, so they're really nice really nice color palette if we delve a bit deeper into this trend it's there's now a social and environmental consciousness that's now a really important factor in our lives and how we make decisions our homes now represent our personalities, our beliefs, our values more than ever before. And the way that people are, are designing their homes, curating their homes, or what they're looking for is, is a way to represent themselves. Um, even, you know, we're all might be buying more sustainably. We're, we're making more conscious efforts as to what we, what we purchase and what essentially we want to be surrounded by when we're in our homes. So this is looking at locally sourced products, uh, more handcrafted type products, um, natural, natural textures. And that works really well for home staging because you can do it brilliantly with accessories. So blankets, light fittings, cushions, obviously artwork as well. So they're all extra touches that you can put into people's homes in bringing in those textures and color shades can, can really, really make a, make a home feel warm, cozy, and the kind of place that you want to be on a, on a Friday night when you've, had a, when you've had a busy week. So the textures continue in this trend into furniture. So the furniture is now getting involved into the textures. It's not just the soft furnishings. So 
this is a it's a really nice way to um to, to bring those textures into a space and add a little bit of a twist and look at something a little bit different. It can be soft textures or the more um, the more wooden natural textures. Either way, they because of the color palette, they, they bring that feeling of warmth. And interestingly, over, since the first lockdown, searches on Pinterest for rattan furniture have gone up 800%. So rattan is, coming up right now. Um, and it's a really nice way to bring the outdoor textures inside. And a great way of merging the two together is to use really warm fabrics, blankets or cushions, combined with the furniture that makes that feeling of ultimate comfort. And you can see, like, I love the, the boucle chairs at the top. They're really really cozy um, and it can have a really nice um, modern warm warm finish and in terms of properties this obviously lends itself really well to rural properties um, because you've instantly got that sort of feeling of comfort and and relaxation but a lot of the accessories can work for for many different for many different types of types of properties and they work quite well on a neutral backdrop so you can throw the colour in through the accessories rather than having to paint um, the entire wall. So like Paloma said at the beginning, we use these trends to then curate our collections. So when we're looking at artwork for this trend, um, we obviously take inspiration from the colour palettes and incorporate those in many, many different ways. And we a lot of our art prints um, start life as real paintings. So they'll start life as a real painting or a real piece, and then they'll get digitally scanned in to create the print, which then obviously makes it an affordable um, solution. And we, we really like working with textures because it's a great way for, for you to then combine um, your soft furnishings with the wall, with the wall coverings. So you can see on here we've got linen, linen textures with the acrylic paint um, going over the top. We've also got very thick acrylic, um, which I think is really nice and quite is <clears throat> quite warming to look at. It's kind of like a bit cozy, um, so that works really well. And then we we like to. I think with this trend, abstracts work, work really well because they, they can obviously work across a multitude of spaces. It's not so much a, a, a context there as, say, a city scene. An abstract is really versatile, so it can work across loads of different properties. Um, and you'll see from these, we're very much into the curved, curved shapes, soft lines, keeping things very sort of relaxed. Um, and, and yeah, to create that cosy, that cosy feel. So that concludes the comfort, comfort trend. So hopefully you're all feeling relaxed and, and um, calm after seeing that one. And then we move on to our, our second uh, key trend, which is Japandi, which some of you might have um, read about or seen. It's, it's really, really coming up, coming up right now. And this is the combination between Japanese and Scandinavian design. Now, whilst it's really just coming up um, th this year, it's actually originated about 150 years ago. And that was when Japanese traders started visiting Scandinavia to source products um, to bring to their markets. And between them, they found a mutual love of each other's living style, of each other's sort of design, design styles and the values that they both shared and since then the two the two um, nations have, have, have crossed paths quite a lot in terms of sourcing products and and taking inspiration from each other and you can when you really start to look into it you can see how the two have merged over time and it's about placing a high value on a space's ability to contribute positively to your well-being so really you you design your space to to make you feel how you want to feel and and obviously we all want to feel um we all want to feel positive relaxed calm engaged inspired and that that's kind of the the groundwork behind this trend when we look at the color palette it's a really nice calm tranquil color palette i look at this and just think oh, i can relax <laughs> 
really nice colours. We've got beige, taupe, and also a pop of a colour with a rich deep blue or a peachy pink. And when these when these accent colours are thrown in, they're done quite subtly and but with meaning. So they're, they're put in just in, in sort of key pieces, not over, not overloaded, but they're just thrown in there. And you can see that with the image art, um, with the blue, the blue furniture, it's just a little bit and it just brings it all together and, and brings it to life. So I think it's a really, really nice, a nice color palette to work with. Now, the basis of Japandi as well is the idea of functional minimalism. So they're prioritizing function over decoration. And this works particularly well for home staging because it's all about removing all of that clutter, making the space feel as big and as airy as possible so that you can really show off um, the size of a space and also present that way of living. You know, can I live here? Well, if things are, are placed very thoughtfully and they're placed with a function in mind, that showcases how a person can live in that space. And it's all about less is more with, with Japandi. It's, it's thoughtful pieces put in sort of strategic places where they would, where they would make sense and um, where people, like I said, can really see, see themselves living and actually living, not like, you know, this is here for, for no reason at all. The idea is that it's there for, for a purpose. And essentially doing things this way does make a space feel lighter, it feels airier, um, and, it, and it feels bigger. And then you can do that with really nice little, little touches like you can see. We move then to um, a focus on crafts. And this is prevalent in both, in both cultures. And it's about really loving and caring for, for the items that you own, completely against sort of the, the fast furniture, fast fashion way of doing things and upcycling existing pieces, which for home staging is, is perfect because you, you may be presented with a property with quite a lot of furniture that's been there for a long time. And whilst at first glance, it might not work, the idea behind Japandi is that you can then upcycle that piece, um, say like the, the console table on the image with little accessories that will just bring it, bring it up to date and give it a fresh, a fresh new look. We also see in, in furnishings, again, as similar with the comfort trend, natural, natural textures, um, very soft, soft lines, um, and also looking at more details in terms of ceramics, um, unglazed ceramics. So things have that very much original uh, craft style quality and also line art as well. So it, again, it looks, it's got the original look and feel look and feel about it that it's it once belonged to somebody it would, they've collected it from somewhere but as you can see across the color palette it's still very neutral so it can appeal to a lot of different different markets and again make that space feel feel a lot um a lot bigger this trend works particularly well across city living because you've got busy professionals who are looking for function in a space they may not have the time to get through all the all the clutter and the decorations. So city living works well, and they're looking for a sanctuary away from all of the noise. And Japandi's a great, a, a really great trend for, for that. Again, with the artwork, um, for, for this, we, we look more at key pieces rather than busy walls. So it's more about putting key pieces up that are um, quite, quite simple, quite simple but effective. Um, and as I mentioned previously, line art is really key for, for this trend because it gives that original quality look to it. Um, and we've, we've designed these, these pieces to, to reflect that. Um, and you can see as well the, the textures that are behind the prints. So we've got sort of um, marbly textures, we've got um, handcrafted paper kind of textures that's in the um in the line drawing that's like a female figure it's kind of like a papery um like a traditional Japanese paper texture behind it 
Um, and then you've got the large, more bold abstracts, which really showcases that use of neutrals with the key little pop of color. And that's a great way to, to bring that in as well. So it's more about a key piece supported by a few, few other um, elements that then can um, really complement the area. And then finally, our third, um, third trend is the biophilic design. So biophilia means love of nature. And the aim here is to increase the connection of the occupants of a space with the natural environment. And as humans, we, we have this subconscious inclination to seek connections with nature. It's, it's within us. And particularly over the past um, 18 months, we've spent a lot of time in nature. And for many people, it's really been their only sense of calm that you know that one hour a day that we had to go out or spending more time around water and, and nature and actually watching the seasons change. Um, I noticed the seasons change more than ever because we were able to watch it more closely. And the color palette really, um, really stems from this. So we're looking at very natural colors taken from the earth's color palette very rich, deep green shades, um, kind of merging into a top. And then you've got like rich ochre, sort of darker shades. And it's nice here to see a blend of dark and light shades working really, really well together. Whenever, um, the idea behind this is that wherever you are in a, in a space, you are surrounded by nature in some way. And that doesn't have to be through, through plants. It can be through ornaments or wall coverings, fabrics, wall art, just in some way bringing that feeling of nature through the colours into, into a space. Obviously, houseplants are a huge, have had a huge resurgence. Everyone is um, looking to bring more of that inside, particularly with the benefits of um, concentration and the release of oxygen. Um, and for home staging, it's, they can, they can be transferred between properties. Um, if you obviously use um, things like the fake pampas grass or, um, um, I hate saying the word fake, but the fake plants. Um, and that way you're not worried about watering the plants and things, but you can use them. If you get really good ones, you can use them then um, across multiple properties, put them in, mix them around. Um, Put them in different places and that really um it brings it brings a balance and a harmony harmony to a space and people are really drawn really drawn to that uh, right now there's also obviously a big focus on natural light in a space so this trend works really well with those homes with with large windows um and um where, where obviously the light's coming in get those curtains open put the plants in as well um and again, city, city living people feel most disconnected in a city, so it can work really well um, there as well. But it's, it's across the board that people feel this connection to nature. So it's, it's a really versatile trend that you can, you can pick up and put in loads and loads of different, different properties. Looking at furniture and um, accessories in a, in a space, we're looking at curves, soft lines, and these are really pleasing because the shapes come from nature. We don't look outside at nature and see really sharp edges or sharp lines. It's, it's everything's curved, everything's got a natural form to it. And bringing these into the space really softens it all, um, softens everything, brings it all together and makes, makes a really nice and um, welcoming space. And because of that, um, connection with nature, the, the, the soft curves really evoke a positive reaction from people. So curved furniture, accessories, botanical images, you know, you don't have to put in um, the, the, they had the plants if you don't want to, but you can bring it in through the artwork, you can bring it in through, through ornaments. Um, and that's a really nice way to tie, tie the space together and, and bring the trend to life. So artwork for this, we, we look at um, a couple of different areas really. Abstracts again work well because we can use 
different abstract shapes and experiment with paint textures and different colors. And you can see the images use that color palette of mixing the darker tones with the light. So you've got a nice contrast and it creates almost, um, it creates layers to the, to the print. We've also then got botanical photography as well. Um, and the photography is very sort of focused on the delicate details and showing the intricacy of, of what we see in nature and sometimes what we don't always see because um, we're looking all around. So botanical um, photography is really nice. And then just keeping that consistent color palette of, of, all, the, of all the tones. And, and it, it, if people don't wanna bring so much color into their space, artwork's a great way to do it because it's, it's cost-effective. You can pop, put it up on the wall and it, it works really well um, across. And I think, just to conclude those three trends, so we've had comfort, we've had Japandi and biophilic design. Across those trends, um, you can see where there's some crossovers. So if you're sourcing products or you know artwork, then you you know you can use a lot of them across across different um, across different properties, across different trends, um, and they'll work well together and quite seamless. And then. It's, it's a great way to keep things sustainable when you can use them more than once and they um, work over different properties. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and I hope you really liked those trends. I'm really excited about uh, seeing them come through over the next few months. Um, and I'd like to invite you if you want to ask any questions or perhaps share your favourite trend. As Paloma said, there's, the, there's a chat and also there's a Q&A um, at the bottom as well. Lovely. Just seeing that Judith is having some audio issues, but is everyone listening okay? Hearing us okay? I think so, right? Uh, I'll just send a little message. Lovely, Tiffany. That was brilliant. And it's so, so interesting to see how you, you probably forecasted all of this, um, well, last year. And it's so spot on because that's exactly what's happening right now. And it's everything that everyone is. Uh, looking uh, to get for for the projects for well homeowners for their interiors and such so it, it's so spot on isn't it and uh, I like the ones you chose because they're all very very soothing and um, uh, I like the biophilic one that we we are seeing so much of that uh, um, connection to nature uh, being such a a massive requirement nowadays which for, for anything for from projects to our own personal lives i think and no it's brilliant and it's great to see how you guys can actually help to cater for that as well but tiffany i've got a question but before i do ask that i'll just tell people guys if you have any questions pop them through in the q a box we'll address them as yeah. soon as we're done with my questions <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a perk, right, Tiffany, to hosting these things that I got, I, I get to ask things first, right? <laughs> um, now, I've always been quite curious to, to understand how is it that you, you do put together all of this forecast for trends uh, relatively so much time in advance before they actually do start to take shape? Uh, how, how does that work with you guys? How, when do you guys start to actually plan this uh, uh, trends discovery and how do you map it out and how do you go like, okay, this is what we're doing. Uh, this is what the trends will be and we're confident and yeah. How, how, how does the process work? So it all kind of starts from um, very, attending various design shows. Mm -hmm. where the, the sort of the key trend forecasters are there so we always start by going to the the, the design shows obviously last year was a bit tricky because we couldn't go yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit hard. but yeah we always start at that point see what's out there see what's available and talking then to to trend forecasters so we we will then work with with other companies that actually solely focus on trend forecasting and we can sort of pick and choose. We'll take out what we think our customers will be will be excited about, what we think our our customers will like, um, and then we kind of go from there. A lot of the trends tend to emerge based on, um, like I said, social social issues. So we've obviously had the issue of 
the pandemic. So that's where obviously the comfort securities come from and equally biophilic design kind of links mm-hmm. a lot with that as well. Um, Japandi people are taking well-being a lot more seriously now than ever before. So it's kind of looking at social issues, seeing where the trends land with those and what then will fit um, in with our customer base and um, the industry that we're in. So the traces often happen sort of a year, a year in advance. So we'll start from there and uh, plan sort of accordingly. But with artwork, it takes time to create. So we have to plan that far in advance to give us the time to actually create the pieces to a really high standard. And how, how long does it take to create the pieces? It, it really varies depending on, on what you're doing. Sometimes it can just happen, you know, in a day um, or in a couple of hours if you've just got this spark of, of an idea and you've just got to go with it. Or yeah. sometimes if you're doing a painted a painted piece you know an acrylic piece that could take that could take weeks and sometimes I have to say to people like I think it's time to stop now I think you've done enough <laughs> you know you can keep going and going and going so yeah, yeah. it really depends on what what you're creating but we each one is um it, it, it for me it doesn't matter so much as how long it takes it's more just mm-hmm. the idea and at what point it's ready it's ready yeah and, and do you have in-house artists or uh, do you have different artists that will come and, and, and collaborate or how, how does that work? Yeah, so we, our collection is split in two pieces, essentially. Half, um, uh, half, one half is our exclusive designs that we do in-house. So we've got artists and designers in our own team. And then the other half is we we would collaborate with artists or we would look to source art from an artist we've seen and we would then um, get a license to print their artwork because it, it's important for us that everything is just available as a, as a print because that's the way that you can make it as affordable for everybody. And then we can, we can frame the print, uh, send it out and it, it's easy then rather than, you know, original artwork is just, you know, yeah, a bit yeah, of no, it, it is, <laughs> no, for, so, for, for our line of work is definitely not not something that we can, we can yeah, aim yeah. for, unfortunately. But, but equally, so having, yeah, having the art prints to the quality and the high level, the, the standards that we have, you can get something that looks just as good, if not better. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And yeah, I don't think anyone here will be crazy enough to go for originals anyway. So. <laughs> But yeah, Tiffany, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on, uh, on. So with staging, we we obviously need to um, to make our projects as appealing as possible to the highest number of potential buyers, and it is something that we always keep in mind, obviously. And back in the days, it was all about yeah, keep it neutral, keep it neutral, and don't go too crazy, don't go too bold, or don't don't be too colorful um but i think now more than ever people are looking for ways of differentiating themselves and the projects and also making sure that they are still neutral but with with a twist and being memorable as well because especially when you're looking to to buy a property if you're uh, the buyer you, you tend to see so many, sometimes it book like a whole day or whole weekend and weekends after weekends just to search for a property. And you see so many of them that after a while, they're all blending together. You don't even know which one is which. And we're having this conversation a while back with um, Suzanne Knight from Joan Lewis. And she was telling that uh, they have this best-selling orange sofa that people thought wouldn't really sell as much but it became such an excellent piece and for staging projects it can be quite interesting for you to have that one piece whether it's a sofa whether it's a piece of art or something that will make that one project stand out especially when you're talking about show homes obviously um do you think uh there is obviously a fine line between being too too bold and and into adventurers with these projects, so they don't don't necessarily uh, end up not appealing to the highest number of potential buyers as possible. But I think, with the help of the right piece of art, the right 
print, you can create that impact without uh, without forgetting that you need to follow that uh, appealing to the highest number of people possible and and still keeping it uh, trendy. Does that make sense? Do you think do you yeah. think artwork can help with that as well? That was a very yeah, long question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's a great way if if you don't want to go wild on on colors and you can't you don't want to paint the wall burnt orange or something you can, yeah. you can fill the wall with burnt orange artwork and and often if the artworks um using a variety of colors like a few that I showed have got a big pop of color but then it's it's neutral sort of around the edge that's a great way um to bring it bring it in for sure um and you can then try them in different properties you can put them in a property see oh, how did that land how did that work mm. let's try another one and i think the thing now is more than ever it seems people are interested in interiors they're interested in trends so like tonight changing rooms is back so that's had a big resurgence the tv show um interior design masters is on mm -hmm. people are reading ideal home magazine so i think people are a lot more surrounded by interiors now than perhaps before um and it, it is important to obviously create that one home that people remember at the end of the day and whether they remember remember it because they think oh gosh remember that sofa but it might start a conversation what it was a lovely living room it was really big and it, it's it's about yeah having that piece that is is going to stand out because if you keep everything neutral all the time it's it's like you say it's gonna it's gonna blend isn't it so yeah and, and people are people are looking for 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 something different nowadays and um but yeah, yeah i think it's always important obviously to to stick to your bio profile you need to know that sort of thing as a stager uh to make sure you're not going to millennial looking if you're preparing a retirement home obviously so <laughs> And I think that goes obviously for artwork as well. But uh, I think in general, I think it's it's a really good treat to have um, up to sleeve for um, just bring the little different touch or the pop of color or or of, or style really to to that one yeah. project that would be you know turning turning to uh, the right piece of piece of art, the right print to just complement the project. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, it's good. you'll often find that at homes, they've got family photos and holiday mm -hmm. photos and things like that. So it's a great way to just get rid of those, cover up the hole in the wall with a new piece of, of really nice, small, you know, artwork that suits the any buyer. Because obviously, yeah. like, if people have got family photos, it's kind of, it's showing that it's our home, not everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we all know you. We, we can't allow that to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> and it's also no, and, and it's also um, yeah. It's not only about depersonalizing it, but I think nowadays it's also a safety sort of issue as well. You don't want people to see that um, your your kids go to that one school, for example, yeah. or sometimes having like the whole schedule of activities. Um, on the yeah. fridge door showing that every Thursday at 10 a.m. they are at that one place. So we always say that apart from the, the obvious having to depersonalize it so they can actually see themselves living there and, and buying into the lifestyle that we're showing, there's also that element as well of keeping things more private as well. That's quite um quite important to, to keep in mind. Um Tiffany, I've got a, a um somewhat operational question, I think. A more hands-on question. Not sure if you'll be able to help, but I'd be curious to to see what your suggestions are. I think with uh, all sorts of things that we need to hang on the walls, we're always very mindful of uh, the holes that we need to make to to be able yeah. to do that, and uh, the damages. And obviously, lots of stages do have in their T's and C's that. Uh, we're not responsible for that or that we are and then we'll cover it up afterwards but it's it's always such a, a talked about topic um, especially when we're dealing with developers and do you have any suggestions of how we can do that to minimize damages whenever we're hanging things on the walls basically yeah so there's, there's two things really um we've acknowledged 
uh, we've acknowledged this. So what we what we actually do is just put one fixing on the picture, mm-hmm. which is at the top in the middle. And that means that you're only having to make the one hole in the wall and it'd be really small rather yeah. than some a lot of um a lot of things would have two either side and then yeah. double the holes. Yeah, so we only have the one, but we are currently looking into, um, I don't know if you've seen like the Velcro kind of strips yes, I've seen that, you can, that you can put on the side of pictures. Um, so where we've always done traditional fixings, we have thought about this um, and are looking into, yeah, those different ways of, of putting the yeah. strips on the side. But yeah, yeah. we try to minimise the amount of holes needed yeah. to hang a piece of artwork. So for all our sizes, um, the, just the one fixing at the top in the middle will, mm-hmm. will hold it. And um, we we use acrylic glazing, which is a lot lighter than glass. Mm-hmm. So it won't smash in transit. Um, so that's obviously really helpful. And then when you're hanging, it's not as heavy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically all your, your pieces will be, uh, will stay on the wall with just one nail. Yeah, <laughs> The other other alternative that you can do with with pictures is you don't have to hang them. You can lean them on shelves. Um, Yeah. You know, if you've got a nice piece of furniture, you can you can um, stack a few on there. You could have two or three just leaned against the wall if you if you don't want to if you don't want to hang them up. That's yeah. It it has become quite popular doing that because back in the days people would look at that and go like, yeah, they didn't want to hang it or. Yeah. It looks like you're if you're being lazy or something or yeah but but I think now it's actually quite trendy to do that yeah. as long as you, as you say if you kind of like stack them up or, or yeah it's yeah. just it, it makes more sense and it looks it looks nice I actually do like it but yeah I think it's a it's an alternative right because sometimes you just can't hang anything sometimes yeah depending yeah. On, on the project you have to be very very conservative but yeah it's good to know that okay. there is the option and if you do start working with the velcro thing yeah Make, make a big splash about it because I think people would be very interested in finding out how that will work because I think damage wise would be a lot less wouldn't it yes it would yeah it would it would I'll keep you posted on that please do <laughs> um so to wrap it up Tiffany when um are you guys going to start looking at um the next forecasting for trends because you, you've finished now with a autumn winter obviously but I'm sure you're already thinking of the one after that and the one after that it is it's never ending the work behind the sort no. of thing right <laughs> no no it, it's a continuous cycle so spring yeah. spring is already planned for next year yeah um, with a little bit of summer as well um and I'm currently looking at next autumn oh oh wow yeah. already, my favorite season I love yeah. autumn it's my favorite that's exciting so yeah spring spring's planned um and then we're moving ahead and can can you share anything with us regarding spring just one little thing spring i can give you a <laughs> my my backdrop is very spring it's where we're, we're bringing oh, back the pastels okay. we're bringing back the pastels but with a little bit of an, bit of an electric twist oh i like that oh my gosh i'm so curious now okay <laughs> We're going to have to do this again in a couple of months' time then. So you can yeah, let us know what, what is that all about. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, guys, if anyone has any questions, I think I probably... Oh, oh a question. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to see my screen now. I've shared it, but okay. Um, yeah. So it says, interested, beautiful, interested in what your best seller is. So our best seller is, we have two best sellers, um one is very similar to what you can see in this backdrop here oh, it's it's a it's larger than that one and it's called cloud bank sonata i'll write it in the chat that's one of our best sellers the other best seller was featured this is also one of the best sellers at the oh, moment yeah so um the cloud bank sonata one is um this one has been a bestseller all year because it's it's kind of like a gray um, gray very neutral color palette, and then this one has just been a very recent bestseller for the past couple of months. Exciting! I can see why it's got so many different shades in it that it kind of goes yeah. with everything. That's it. What, what's the name of the the other one? Not the cloud bank one. The other one. Ah, uh, this so this one's called Down the Line. Down the Line. Oh yeah. 
makes sense. <laughs> That's so lovely. Good, good question, Jane. I think it's always yeah, nice really to see what people are looking for. If, if anyone um, has, you know, thinks of anything after the webinar, my email is on the on the on the screen, so you can always get in touch if you think of something afterwards that you want to know about, um, or we'll put your. I've, I've seen the Instagram names in the chat, so I'll follow everyone, and yeah, uh, we can all be sort of we can keep in. Yeah, touch. that that was actually my next question. How can people reach out to you? To so we've got uh, obviously all the the social channels, but I think you guys are quite big on Instagram, so got the uh, the account on instagram is art 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 ltd underscore and then obviously if they want to get in touch with you it's tiffany at art 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 ltd.co.uk um, anything else that we should mention in case people are, don't don't feel like reading or maybe i could turn this into a podcast later and people can just listen to it so yeah anything <laughs> else that we should mention <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we're um, we're active on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. So we're in all the social channels. Um, our website is www.artartartltd.co.uk, and that's where you can find and purchase all of our products. So everything's all online. Um, you can open an account with us, um, but email me Tiffany at artartartltd.co.uk, or just send me a message on Instagram. It's usually me on there. Um, and we can chat and see if I can help or answer any questions. Lovely. This is so exciting. I'm actually going to send you an email later today with yes. some requests <laughs> of my own, as you know. Uh, but yeah, everyone, please do feel free to reach out to Tiffany. She's incredibly helpful and I'm sure she can help you with your, your staging requirements. And obviously, if anyone does end up getting some pieces from them to to tag them right and tag they just say as well so we can see that you you guys have been um, applying your trends knowledge and and finding the right products to match and yeah oh, i can't wait to see some projects i hope you end up doing uh some of the uh japandi i think japan is one of my favorite ones but yeah i hope someone does that and and, and does tag us because i want to see that <laughs> great stuff well if this is all, no more questions. Uh, I think we can wrap it up. Everyone, thank you so much for joining. Tiffany, it's been such a pleasure. I really, really enjoyed seeing what you, you put together for us trends-wise and especially how uh, art, art, art can help us to, to achieve those looks. But I'm very curious to see what's next. So we have to do this again very soon. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. And it's uh, been really lovely. nice to, to join the community and hopefully I can meet lots of you guys um at the forum as well yes yes absolutely we'll we'll see you all there hopefully but yeah thank you so much everyone for joining and yes i'll see you all next time thank you bye thank you for listening to the home staging association podcast please visit our website for more content and information www.homestaging.org.uk See you next time.